Now is the time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Phil. I'm Mark. And welcome to Organise Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing legendary Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, now, Mark, it's your turn to read the box. Okay. What now? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now. Legendary. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a cooperative game based on the 90s classic television series. Players will recruit their favourite heroes, Buffy Summers, Willow, Cordelia, Spike, Angel, and even Angel's alter ego, Angelus. Mmm... Oh, legendary Buffy the Vampire Slayer will take players what on... What happened there? I was looking for the next line. Oh. Um, start that again. Legendary Buffy the Vampire Slayer will take players on an epic thrill ride through Sunnydale as they take on <laughs> multiple versions of Big Bads and the classic villains, the Scourge of Europe. What? The Scourge um, of... That's like when Angel and Drusilla and Spike and Dala are all... Okay. Fuck about in Italy and shit. Will you be able to save Sunnydale from the clutches of darkness? Join the Scoobies and defeat the forces of evil. You've just been recruited into legendary Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, One to five players, 30 to 60 minutes. Yeah. Ages 14 plus. I see. There we go. Well read. (laughs) Well done. Times five equals progress. Now, obviously... Uh, another board game based on uh, a TV show. So, what's your Buffy knowledge? What's your Buffy experience like? Mm, well, yeah, I know it. I'll probably know it all in that much detail. Have you watched it? Yeah. Well, what else am I, <laughs> I don't remember. It was a long time ago, so I don't. I wouldn't remember like all of the. I know like the basics. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we've got every episode of Buffy, and we've got. Oh, can you hear the cat at all? We've got every episode of Buffy and Angel on DVD. I first got it when I was at uni. Mm. And I remember it took me the best part of a year to watch them all in order. But mm. so, no, I've seen I've seen them all through. And I've, we've watched them all in order, haven't we? Mm. So I've seen them all at least twice. That's my Buffy knowledge. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. Right, so Legendary is another deck building game. So it follows the standard deck building kind of procedure. You have a little deck in your hands and there's two kind of, there's currency, there's money, what you use to buy cards, and then there's like strength or power, what you use to fight enemy cards. The idea is that obviously monsters are invading Sunnydale and they're led by a big bad that has a particular mission or a particular scheme that they want to complete and we have to stop them. Our big bad today is the master, and he has a vile agenda. Mm. Mm. So in this case, um, we had to kill the master before 12 uh, monsters basically escaped. So before we let 12 monsters go without killing them. Play to win. Now, I have a number of comments based on, just before we even played, based on the uh, way the box is set up, etc. Now, uh, Legendary is made by Upper Deck, so and there's lots of different versions. We've got the Buffy version, with there's an Aliens and Predator version, there's Marvel superheroes, there's Firefly, and they're big, sol- solid, sturdy boxes, but they come with dividers to sort your cards into piles, but I, for some reason can never get the dividers right and I never have enough so I always have to use folded up bits of paper come on is it that hard to just give you more divider you know like a big pack of dividers 
that you can just sort your cards out with however you wish. Is that too much to ask? Maybe you're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, I did say I can never get the dividers right. Maybe it's, although, how wrong can you go with just, you know, like I've got a divider, right? These are all the Buffy cards. These are all the Angel cards. These are all, how, how wrong can you go? Yeah, well, you probably divided up too much. But I don't understand. That's the problem. I don't see how. I don't see how I'm dividing out wrong. Maybe they should have a guide, or even better, have the dividers with the pre-printed headings on so that you know what pile goes with which divider is rolling your eyes, fine, whatever. You are reminded that enjoyment is compulsory. Next thing, comes with a playmat. So you yeah. know, you've got little areas so you know where all your cards are supposed to go, which eliminates a certain amount of table chaos. Yeah, but don't all the legendaries have a mat? No, so the original one came with a board. Oh, yeah, a board or a mat. It's the same thing. It's yes. the same shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So all legendaries do. However, because it has been rolled up in a box for who knows how long, it wouldn't sit flat, so I had to pin down the corners. I had uh, a little pot of paper clips and a, I don't know, some sort of socket uh, holding down the corners, which made it very difficult for the first one. But obviously the only way to store the mat is to roll it back up and put it back in the box. So is that going to be an ongoing problem with Matt Layage? Yes, Mark's nodding. We're talkative. We're talkative this morning. Matt, done. A fun workforce is a one workforce. Okay, what did you think of the card artwork? Yeah, it was good. It was pictures, photos. Yeah, actual screen grabs from the TV show. Uh, what? Because the Aliens ones are illustrations. Yes. But I suppose... There aren't as many photos to use for that. Like, there's more kind of invented characters that wouldn't be from the film. No, it's or all... the alien one. No, it's all oh, from okay. the, They're all, all characters oh, from okay. the film. Um, yeah, I don't know, because you think Upper Deck have the 20th Century Fox licence, so that's why they can have Buffy and Aliens and Firefly mm. and stuff, because they're all 20th Century Fox. Um, yes, so they're all screen grabs, and if you remember from our Doctor Who Flux episode, my problem was that the artist, even though it was Derek Ring, bless mm-hmm. him, um, you would have expected screen grabs. These screen grabs, pretty good. There weren't any... Well, we haven't, well we haven't really seen all of them yet. Looked that dodgy. Um, so that was good. It made it nice, makes it look more, you know, like official, doesn't it? Mm. Um, which is good. However, I, again, remember when we were talking about Doctor Who and I was saying, even though it's a, you know, a hundred card deck, mm. there's going to be lots of characters that you're not going to have. Yeah. Well, it's the same with Buffy, right? It's seven series of TV. I just find myself focusing on who isn't there rather than who is. You know, like, oh, I wonder if there's an Andrew card and there isn't an Andrew card. Or I wonder if the trio are there. I wonder if... But then they can release, like, an extra pack later on. Absolutely. And, I mean, the box is huge. And the amount of cards that actually have come are probably enough to fill one quarter of the box. So there's definitely enough space for... um, expansions and more cards and stuff and maybe you know maybe they will do an angel tv series one and then we'll have all the characters from there maybe they Mm. will do an expansion in that one so there's plenty of scope for that another thing i noticed though is it's linked to this kind of idea of missing characters so these duplicate these ideas of duplicate cards Mm. so there was you know five or six of the same one why if you're gonna have let's say you've got six bystander cards like innocent people you have to rescue and they're all Buffy's mum why is it just well it's kind of easier to make they don't have to use as many photos 
She think yeah. it costs, do they think they have to pay for each photo that they yeah, use? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. It's the same with the other legendaries. Five you get, like, ones. five of one kind. Mark doesn't And it's easier problem. to identify what they are rather than having to... I suppose if everyone had a different picture, it wouldn't easily be recognisable. Yeah. Oh, that's a bystander or that's a wound or whatever. Mm. Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. I'll take that. Please make sure you hit your fun quota. Another, and another thing that I've put about the cards, this obviously might tie into how well you know the TV series, but I put some of them were kind of odd choices. Like one of the heroes that you can choose to have is Jenny Callender. Well, did, she just died. She died in uh, series two. Like, what's the point of her? There's been five series without her. <laughs> She's boring. The first Slayer, she was in what, like three episodes? And she's got a whole hero deck. I can't think of anyone else that you could have. I mean, all the main Mm. ones are represented. I just think, I don't know, whatever. I don't know where I'm going with that. Just some, you know, I don't know. I guess you're looking at me like, oh, I wouldn't have had that one. I wouldn't have chosen her for a hero deck. Sign up today for your local phone patrol. Anyway, right, what did you think of the actual game? Obviously, you know, you're familiar with the the legendary mechanic. Well, yeah, it's the same as the other legendaries, really, just a different um, theme. Different theme. Yeah, so I like this. Yeah. Was there anything particularly buffy about it? Uh, well, I don't really pay attention to the... You're just kind of looking at the numbers and the symbols and stuff, really. I don't really... It's like when I played the Aliens one and the Marvel one. I don't know any of those characters. You just play it you as a... You just look at the Yeah, you just look at the scores and what they are and you have to kill that one and stuff. So yeah. I'm not... I just if like the is, game, really. doesn't actually matter what's on the cards. It is a game template that can pretty much be adapted to anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this did have um, this idea of light and dark. Yeah, we didn't really get into that particularly, did we? No. So there are certain powers that you can only use when it's nighttime, and only powers that you can use when it's daytime. And certain cards let you basically change it to get darker or get lighter. Um, but we didn't really have many of those in the game mm. that we played. Without fun, there can be no function. Um, yeah. Okay. We were once again plagued by immense shit shuffling. Won't we? Yes. <laughs> so I will buy my will be done and replace it with the exact same mm. card. <laughs> shuffle tastic. You didn't shuffle these well. Well, I tried. <laughs> so is it the same thing? All right, you'll go. If it's another master strike, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's a master strike. Hey. How many are there in the whole game? Five. Oh. <laughs> What do you reckon, Master Strike? Well, probably. <laughs> no, it is Kakistos. If that happens again, we'll probably die. Well, you're shuffling. <laughs> it's probably going to be the next card. So yeah. let's see if I can kill anyone and stop that happening. Well, it's because it's a new game, isn't it, that you've got? Yeah. And we played it once, so I think if we play it a couple of times more, then the card, it takes a bit of time to get into it, really. Mm. Yeah, so basically we had these master strikes which is where the, the bad guy basically attacks and helps further his evil plans and there's five master strikes that could be in the entire deck and we got what four in a row mm. and then the last one came about two turns after so we very quickly got screwed over by that didn't we and the same with the scheme twists all five of those scheme twists were together at the end which is another thing that helps the bad guy um, it takes a bit of time to build up to be able to defeat anything so yes. you need like about 10 goes before you're actually strong enough to do anything and by that time if you have all the bad cards then 
That's yeah. it. That's basically what happened. Which is interesting because if you remember, one of our criticisms of Scott Pilgrim was that there was lots of dead turns with nothing to do. Mm. But we still there was quite a few dead turns here, wasn't there? Where we weren't strong enough to kill anything, we didn't have enough money to buy anything. Well, that means I've got one, two, three money and one thing which I can't do anything with. Two damage and one money, which is not enough to do anything. Got it. Two money. No. And one damage. No. But that's because we got a lot of bad cards straight away that took away our deck. I had to like give away like five cards straight away with yeah. the master strikes. So if we didn't have any master strikes, we would have had a bit more time to build up and could have just got through. I think. True, but I guess... And all the... When you buy the cards, they're quite expensive. Mm. But again, like that five depends... five or six, seven, eight. That depends on what order they're shuffled yeah. in, doesn't it? If you've got yeah. some cheaper cards to start with. Yeah. Okay, but I guess the point... Like, are we just being prejudiced? Like, for Scott Pilgrim, that was a negative. But for this one, I didn't feel like it slowed the game down. It's almost like the turn mm. mechanic was a lot quicker here. Well, the, the way it's set out is easier to follow. Yeah. And you, this one, you can have quite quick games once you get into it and you build stuff up. You mm. can just go quite quickly. And so it's the layout of the game more than anything. Because Scott Pilgrim had the three different currencies, didn't he? Yeah, it? that so was just too to, complicated. Whereas this is just one set yeah. of money. Have you got enough? No, fine, move on. Yeah. And our turns, even though they were dead and nothing happened, like, even turns where we were buying stuff and fighting stuff, still were, like, less than a minute each, Yeah, they? So yeah, nice. that's what I like about this. It's nice and streamlined. It's easy to understand. Yeah. Cool. Well, so, in the end, obviously, we got defeated by shit shuffling and the, the bad guys won. Here we go. This could be the end. Right, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hang on, hang on. One, two. Hang on, no, because that doesn't count, does it? Yeah. No, that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, <laughs> the end. Master wins. We are shit. <laughs> that was your shuffling. I know, sorry. But it's weird. It's like cooperative, but it's competitive, isn't it? Mm. So, like, we are working together to kill this big bad but by killing monsters along the way you keep those cards as trophies so if we won we would then add up our trophy points to see which one of us had kind of won the best yeah so there is kind of that element but there's no like shafting is there there's no cards that let me screw you over on purpose if like we either all get screwed yeah yeah or we don't so there is that kind of, you know, collective element. We're all in it together in that respect, even though we're playing with our own set of cards, etc. All non-compliance will be reported. Okay, well, we've not really got that much to talk about because our game was so short. Obviously, Again, what, I know, because right? of your shuffling. I know, I know, I know. What did the time at 35 to like 60 minutes? So, yeah. Unless, well, it depends how many people are playing as well, I suppose. Yeah, true. I suppose we what? What do you reckon? It took us about twenty minutes, mm. maybe. Okay, so let's just see. We've kind of done review comments, haven't we? We kind of said. Well, I mean, I liked it. Yeah. I think you know, it's a nice, simple. I would choose to play any legendary. Yes. But I'm not allowed because of the spreadsheet. Frequently so. do. So it's, can we play <laughs> the legendary? No. If I had to choose, I would play it. So I want to play this again. <laughs> Who cares about the spreadsheet? I just want to play legendary. Well, maybe if we play again directly after this podcast. Because <laughs> the box is still on the table. I haven't yeah. put it back on the shelf. Maybe a new rule. If the box doesn't get put away, then it's like open for more playing. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. And I mean, it helps... 
It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I like that. I'm a fan of that. It's good. I mean, there is one version of Legendary that we don't have because I know nothing about it and I'm not interested in it at all. It's Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. No, I don't know. But then you can still play it and it doesn't matter because I've played all the other ones no, and I don't know. No, that's true. Yes. So actually, you only really need one legendary that is your favourite subject, really. True, but then you don't have to have all of them because it's the same game. But then you could say the same for Flux, then. Yeah. You don't need every version of Flux. I could say that, yeah. We don't. I know we don't need every version, (laughs) but I'm getting all the ones that are interesting to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Well, then, (laughs) is I mean, I think I can predict this. Is it a win or not? Yes, it is. Yay! I suspected it would be. So that makes it... What? This is episode seven, so it is five two to the gamers. So what I've said, I like five. You like five, and there are two that you do not like. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's I think the majority. We're going to get some some heavy dislikes coming up <laughs> in the future. I think we've been lucky with the spreadsheet that it's picking nice and simple. We've still not played an actual board game have we no not with an actual board it's been (laughs) cards or booklets or whatever so even though every every intro i say welcome to this board game podcast we've still not had an actual we've still not had a board we've had a mat Mm. we've not yeah they've been quite short games so far just wait until we get to some huge epic (laughs) you're just gonna hit it's gonna be like britain's got talent you're just gonna hit that x button no not bothered. Are we having fun yet? Right, well, do you know do you know what I'm gonna ask? Uh, <laughs> have you got, got anything, anything to plug? Oh uh, no, I haven't. You're not plugging anything? No. Have I got anything I want to plug? Not really. Nothing new has happened. I mean, ooh, I bought a huge box to hold all my Arkham Horror cards. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I can't remember if I mentioned that. Did I mention that in the minisode? I wrote it down, but I don't think I said it. I'll say it again. Anyway, huge card boxes. They are the future. It can hold 5,000 cards. Where is it? It's that huge thing. Oh, right. Oh, it's cardboard. Well, yes, it's cardboard, but, you know. There you go. Five, I <laughs> recommend, if you've got any games that are... It would help if I could remember where I bought it from. It was an Amazon purchase. Just type in, you know, like, card holder box. 5,000 cards. Done. It's the future. Well, I've been Phil. I'm Mark. That screeching has been Alfred the Cat. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Penetrating wound. <laughs> Penetrating. Now is the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.